But we are starting today with an announcement made about an hour ago. This is the province cracking down on organized crime, money laundering, and uh, dealing with unexplained wealth orders. Civil forfeiture undermines the profit motive behind unlawful activity by going after the proceeds of crime. Most cases are linked directly to drugs, gangs, and organized criminals that cause serious damage and suffering in our province. Organized crime and money laundering techniques have become increasingly sophisticated and pervasive. So we're becoming more agile to confront the tactics of drug traffickers and organized criminals head on. Based on the recommendations of the Cullen Commission of Inquiry into Money Laundering, we are making changes to introduce unexplained wealth orders. Too many people are recruited into organized crime with dreams of exotic cars, fancy homes, and a glamorous lifestyle. It is anything but. But however, today's amendments will make it more difficult for criminals to bank on their illicit assets. That was Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth speaking about these amendments, saying it will make it easier to access information from public bodies and organizations such as real estate boards. It will target the illegal cannabis market and eliminate the limitation period on forfeiture proceedings. Well, joining us now to talk more about this is Eleanor Sturko, a Surrey South BC Liberal MLA, currently serving as well as the Shadow Minister for Mental Health Addiction Recovery and education. Uh, Eleanor Sterko, thank you so much for joining us to talk more about this today. It's my pleasure, Jill. Thanks for having me on. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? The, the number of amendments that were announced earlier today, and as we heard there, the public safety minister saying this will make it easier for government to go after uh, civil forfeitures and uh, to go after organized crime. Well, we do support additional tools for law enforcement to combat organized crime. So, and that also actually includes unexplained wealth orders, um, targeting individuals who do have unexplained wealth, making, um, you know, gains hopefully into addressing things like money laundering, and certainly wanting to shut down criminal organizations who are trying to profit off the suffering of other people here in British Columbia. Are there concerns at all, though, that there there could be, and I know the minister was asked this, I think, during the news conference, that what if we're talking about a scenario where somebody perhaps is involved in criminal activity, but it's a family and the others in the family, the others living in the house, uh, perhaps that, that own the vehicles or, or the these, uh, these items that are considered fast cars, things that go into the, the unexplained wealth. What if it's people that aren't themselves? involved in the criminal activity? Well, here's something that I'll just add food for thought for your listeners, Jill. And this goes back to my time as a Surrey RCMP officer. And I think a lot of people saw me as a spokesperson talking about gang issues uh, throughout the lower mainland region, particularly issues that we've had in Surrey. Um, And we often have family members who are providing shelter and they are aiding and abetting in protecting individuals who uh, perpetrate shootings, who deal illicit drugs, and in fact, who are benefiting themselves from profits made off of uh, illicit drug trafficking, weapons trafficking, and human trafficking in BC. So, um, you know, I would think, and in my own experience, it is a rare, rare thing that you have this kind of wealth that we're talking about that is generated through um, really criminal activities that hurt other people in British Columbia and 
including causing deaths of innocent bystanders, um, that these people don't know that their loved one is involved in organized crime. In fact, oftentimes it is money from organized crime given to parents to buy luxury homes and to buy vehicles, and their lives are being financed by the drug trade and through murder. And so, um, yes, it's something we certainly want to be mindful of. And we're going to have a close look at this legislation. I just got it myself just about an hour and a half ago. But, you know, from my own experience as a police officer, it's been a rare thing that family members would have high-level organized crime members in their family getting a large homer or vehicles purchased for them that they had no idea or were not complicit in those um, behaviors. And I'm sure you saw this in your time being an officer as well. In the covering stories like this also, uh, there there are countless times, I think, hearing from parents who say, well, I didn't know uh, how my son or daughter, I didn't know how uh, my teenage child or my young adult child bought that car. I I never asked. I I wasn't really paying attention. Do you think that this will force people to pay a little bit more attention or to find out the answers to those questions as there might be a bigger fear of losing it? Well, I think, you know, you've kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of making sure that you do know what your loved ones are involved in. And that doesn't just mean um, how it relates to criminal activity, but when we're trying to protect youth from involvement in being recruited into organized crime and gang activity to protect our children from um, falling prey to drug traffickers and individuals who seek to profit off of um, organized crime. I mean, it's important to be involved in your loved one's life, your teenage child um, and your younger child in particular to make sure that they are protected from becoming involved in these types of activities. And people should know that, no, you don't um, get to have immunity from aiding and abetting individuals in British Columbia who are committing some very heinous acts. Um, You know, we talk about the money associated to organized crime, but let's face it, the majority of shootings that we have had in British Columbia are related to organized crime and drug trafficking. And so it is important to have additional tools. That being said, you know, David Eby himself was opposed to this type of, um, you know, civil forfeiture, calling it a a silver slope back when the B.C. Liberal government, um, you know, were dealing with this issue. But, um, you know, it's important that it's out now. My only question would be why they've waited so long. It also includes uh, the the elimination of the 10-year limitation period, saying that that will be eliminated so that any property that's connected to lengthy and complex money laundering schemes can be pursued. Is it your understanding, or was that an issue in that they were taking so long that many things were being missed because that 10-year limitation period was done? Well, I... A lot of these are very complex investigations. Um, they can be multi-jurisdictional. They can include both, uh, you know, here domestically and international investigations that have to be coordinated. And I think that by extending the limits on um, when and how long these proceedings can take place would be beneficial to make sure that they can have robust investigations. Um, and so... You know, we'll see how this legislation actually pans out and we'll, we'll be in, you know, obviously committee stage asking questions and, and, and doing um, our due diligence as an opposition. But, you know, the idea and the spirit of this type of legislation, I think, at the end of the day, is to combat um, a problem that our province does face um, that has increased, um, you know, over the last certainly few years with an increase in uh, drug dependencies and the illicit drug trade in British Columbia and any kinds of tools that can help um, be tough on crime. You know, our party has been asking for 
this government to toughen up when it comes to crime. So we'll be making sure that this legislation has all of the tools in it that British Columbians need. All right, uh, Eleanor Sturko, we will leave it there for today. But thank you so much for your time and for joining us to talk about this. Okay, thanks, Jill. Take care.